some music up in the background. Maybe make sure to greet your neighbor, give him a big hug and a, you know, great big hello. Yes. You guys excited to be here? Yeah, happy 4th of July. Isn't that exciting? Welcome to Metro Praise where we're loving God and loving people. This is our Wednesday encounter night where we pray and we're just getting ready to get right back into prayer right now in a few minutes. Our main service is every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Elevate Youth Service every Friday at 7 p.m. Here at Metro Praise, we have a vision of loving God and loving people. And the way that we want to do that is by connecting you to Jesus Christ. You guys want to get connected to Jesus? Are you connected to Jesus? Come on. We want to mentor you about Jesus and the cross and send you out into the world to change communities and to change lives. We have a goal of 100,000 disciples here in the city of Chicago with 50 churches here and 500 all around the world. Amen. We want to invite you here to this All Nations Dinner. I know everybody here is so excited for this. All right, I am. We want you to get the cooking, all right? You got to whip up your most favorite meal and bring it and share it with us and invite your friends. I want you even sit in the back. I want you to invite someone, bring someone here that day. And we want to share the love, amen? We want to share the good cooking, the fellowship, and preach the gospel to somebody new. So that's the last Wednesday of July at 7 p.m. Here at Metro Praise, we also believe in tithes and offerings. 10% of your total income goes to the Lord. Everything that you give after that is your offering. So you can pick any ministry that you would look, like to give to. We want to give to missions. We want to give to building. Just ask God, give me a number, God, of what else I can give to your church. So we want to pray for all those who will be giving tonight. So let's bow our heads and close our eyes. Lord, we thank you so much that you are a provider, that everything that we have is because of you. We thank you for the jobs that you have for provided and are providing. We pray for a breakthrough in the finances of your children. Lord, here in this place, if they're struggling, if we're just going from paycheck to paycheck, Father, we pray that you would bless us in abundance, dear God, of your blessings, that we would overflow, dear God, that bills would be paid, dear God, and we would have more than enough to give to others. In Jesus' name, we give this to you, Lord. We know that you're ultimately in control, so have your way in our lives and and just work in our hearts, Lord, as, every, as we go through through times of struggle, maybe. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. All right. The title of today's message is called, He is Willing. He is Willing. Everybody say that. He is Willing. We're looking at Matthew 8. Tonight is our miracle night, as you guys all know. We want you to take this opportunity to invite friends whom you know need healing, you know they can get out of the house, you know they can come here and join us, friends who you know have problems with addictions, maybe struggles, chains that have just been on their lives that need to be broken because God is going to do that for us, but we want to make sure we spread the love and we can point them to the one who's done it for us. Amen? Let's start reading here in Matthew 8. It says, When he came down from the mountainside, Large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean. Immediately he was cured of his leprosy. Then Jesus said to him, see that you don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priests and offer the gift Moses commanded as a testimony to them. Wow. First thing I want to point out to you and just 
uh, kind of define is what leprosy is. It was this really bad disease that would start eating away at your flesh. Um, it, would even, it could be permanent, it could be healed, but it was really hard to be healed. Sometimes the damage that it would do would, is permanent, even you know, eat away at the limbs. It was really bad. And so when anybody had leprosy, they immediately became an outcast. So they had to be quarantined, they had to stay away from the people, and they became unclean. Isn't that bad? Isn't that sad? Okay, we don't want leprosy. So I want you to look at this man. I want you to see how much rejection you think this man might have faced. You know, all of a sudden you get sick and you can't be with your family members. You can't be with your friends. You can't go back to work. You're considered unclean. You can't, you can't even touch your children. This man must have faced so much rejection. But he knew that Jesus was the healer. Maybe along the way, somewhere, somehow, he heard that Jesus was healing the sick, that he was casting out demons, that he was a powerful man. Somehow, some way, this man heard, and he knew that he had to take his chance, and he had to go meet Jesus. It says here that large crowds followed Jesus. So you you got to understand that this man came out when he wasn't supposed to, and he was in public maybe when he wasn't supposed to, and he took the risk. If only I can meet Jesus, maybe he is willing. Maybe he'll take pity on me and he won't reject me like all the others. And of course, Jesus was willing. Isn't that beautiful? Jesus is willing and he is also willing. This man must have had to have gotten sick and tired of his situation. Sick and tired of being rejected, sick and tired of being in a situation he could, he himself had no control over. And today, as it's our healing and deliverance night, I want you to put yourself in this man's shoes. If you're in a place where you say, I need a miracle from God, I want you to get like this man. And I want you to begin to take risks, step out in faith and say, I know that Jesus is willing because if he did it for my neighbor, he can do it for me. Amen? If you turn back to Matthew 7, Jesus has already said, if you ask, if you seek, if you knock, Come on, I will be there. I will answer the door. Let's turn back to Matthew 7. It says, ask, and it will be given to you. Matthew 7, 7. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Amen? So when this man comes and begins to ask Jesus for the healing, Jesus says, all you got to do is ask. Amen? And so us, in our situations, if you find yourself in a place where it just seems like you can't get out, all you got to do is come and ask the King of Kings. Amen? Jesus tells us in Matthew 21, 22, it says, if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. All right? So we're going now to us. If you're in a situation, you're saying, I need a miracle. I am desperate. I'm not meeting the finances. I'm not, you know, I'm sick in my body. I'm tired of these demons attacking me at night. I'm tired of this lifetime. Come on, the Bible says if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Jesus tells us in Matthew 17, 20, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. Why in the world would Jesus choose just the, the biggest thing maybe that these people could imagine? Because he says even that. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can move that mountain. 
that thing you can see in the natural, you can do that, and you can also do things in the spiritual. Come on, if you have faith, even just as little as a mustard seed. Today, God is looking for people who are sick and tired of being defeated. As believers, we have the Holy Spirit on the inside, but we can get so defeated sometimes in our situations. And he's looking for someone who's going to step out and ask for that miracle. Amen? Let's turn to Luke 18. The parable of the persistent widow. I love this lady. You guys love the persistent widow? It says, then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Come on, let me say that one more time. Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Sometimes we pray and we give up, don't we? But he said, in a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about men. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care about men, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will keep, it says, oh, I lost my place, sorry. Because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she, she won't eventually wear me out with her coming. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Come on, will he find faith when he comes? God is looking for people who are going to act out in faith. There's such thing as saving faith, but there's another thing such as greater faith. Amen? Some of us are just getting by with, I'm just going to get to heaven. But this life, you know, I can be broke, busted, and disgusted. But God wants us to have greater faith. And he's looking even now. He's looking down into this earth, and he's looking down at his people. Who has faith? And when he comes down, will he see faith? If he looks into this room right now, will he see faith inside of each and every one of us? He wants us to operate in faith. It's trust. It's trusting in his word. He's looking for people who are going to stand upon his promises. Amen? His promises for finances. His promises for healing. His promises for salvation for our loved ones. Amen? God is looking and he's searching. The Bible says that he looks throughout this world to see who his faithful ones are. Will he find faith? I'm telling you, I know that many times we go through some serious battles And we do need a miracle. We need an intervention from the Most High. All we got to do is ask. Get on our knees. Be persistent and don't give up because the devil is the only one that wants us to give up, to get tired. Maybe he can heal somebody, but he can't heal me. Maybe he can bless somebody with a new job, but he can't bless me. He can't open those doors for me. The devil is a liar. Let me tell you, the devil also lies like this. You might think that Jesus is punishing you. For the situation that you're going through. You might think that Jesus has forgotten about you. But that's not true. Many times we go through things. The Bible says in 1 Peter 1.7 that we go through it. So our faith might be refined as pure as gold. Let's turn there. Isn't that amazing? Let's turn to 1 Peter 1.6. It says, in this you greatly rejoice, 
though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Amen? Who has gone through trials? Who has gone through grief? Sorrow in this place. And when you've drawn to people, they failed you. When you've drawn to other sources, and they haven't been able to fill you up the way that you thought they could. Maybe you thought that marriage was the way, and if only I got married, I'm going to be filled, and this pain that I have is just going to leave. If I just have children, then it's just going to get better. And you keep going, if I just, if I just. When Jesus Christ has been standing there all along, and he's saying, come to me. And as you get through this, your faith will be refined. Amen? He is willing. He's willing to heal your body. He's willing to, to take your depression away, to stop the attacks of the enemy on your life. He is willing to set you free. James tells us that we have not because we ask not. Isn't that nuts? All we have to do is ask. Just ask. There's no secret. There's no special formula. There's no status. There's no, I have to be a leader. I have to be saved this long. Just ask and believe. Amen. Pastor Nancy always shares this uh, story. I don't know where, where she got it from. But there was this pastor, and he was praying with his congregants. And he goes up to one of them, and he says to him, what are you praying for? And he says, nothing in specific. And he tells him, well, you're going to get nothing in specific. Come on. Let's get, let's get bold in our prayers and ask God for specifics. Ask him to move in certain areas of our life specifically. Call out names of people. Come on, lay your bills out before God and say, this is exactly what I need. You think God wants his children bound by bills? No, absolutely not. Speak the word of God over, over your life and believe God for a miracle because you and I have the favor of God. Amen? Let's be consistent Let's be persistent in everything that we do. And let's persevere and understand that everything that we're going through in this life, it's all going to burn away. And one day there will be an eternity in the kingdom of God where every tear, every pain, everything that we've ever gone through in this life will be wiped away. And we will be in the glory of God. Amen? We want to take this time. I want you guys to just stand with me right now. Being our healing and deliverance night, I want each and every person or miracle night, to come stand up here at the altar. And I know that every person in this room has a need. Each and every one of us, we're waiting on God to move in one area or another. If it's not for you personally, you're waiting for somebody else to get a miracle, right? Let's get desperate tonight. Amen? Let's get so hungry and, and in a place of desperation where we know that nothing and no one else can meet our needs but God. And he's here right now because the word of God says that when two or three are gathered, God is there. And when you came tonight, God knew what was on your heart, and he is going to meet you here tonight. Lawrence, if we can play some music on in the background. I want the shame and just the fears to just leave this room. I bind it right now in the name of Jesus. I declare faith in this room in Jesus' name. Come on.
Come on, Jesus is willing to set you free from sin. Come on, you and Jesus right now. Come on. Come on. You have pain and you're in agony every day. Come on, we're going to pray for you tonight and God's going to heal you. The fire of the Holy Spirit is going to flow through you tonight and you're going to be healed. If you're dealing with anxiety, God wants you to, to set you free from that. You're not called to carry the world. Come on, God wants you to, to know that he's there for you and that his burden is light. Come on, Holy Spirit. Jesus. Come on, as you continue praying, my husband and I, Berto, are going to come around. We're going to pray with you. And we're going to believe God to move mightily and just to flow right now. Holy Spirit, have your way.
Amen. Come on. Keep your eyes on Jesus right now. Ask him for faith right now. Ask him to meet your need. Lord, ask him to, to meet the needs of others in your life. Faithful.
that you put it on me for the sake of me, for the joy set before me. Who would think it the billions of years down the road that I would be free? Thank you, thank you, thank you. You put off those garments of mine. Right now we're going to break out into holy huddles. The women can get with the women and the men with the men. I want you guys just to, to pray for one another. Pray for your loved ones. For salvation and miracles and breakthroughs to happen in their lives. Amen.
and we invite everybody right now to just go back to your seats and take out your word and journal and see what the Lord is speaking to you in your heart. We're turning in this into uh, soaking time now. challenge you just to spend the next 15 minutes here in God's presence. We love you. We thank you for coming here. You're more than welcome to stay here even till 9 o'clock. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Thank you for coming.